Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode three of the Celtics Life podcast. We are back um, after a very long weekend. Um, as you all know, my name is Brandon. This is Celtics Life podcast episode three. It is currently 10.30 in the morning on Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone, if everyone has a Valentine. If not, enjoy the single life, you know. There's no right or wrong. So let's kick off today's episode with, we're going to have to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Um, I hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, to me, the Super Bowl, that that game in particular, that was a really outstanding game. That was one of the better Super Bowls that I've seen in my lifetime. Um, you know, you couldn't really ask for a better game. Um, unfortunately, it came down to a controversial call at the end, and fan bases will probably talk about that for a while. But other than that, I thought it was really, you know, really entertaining, really back and forth, um, high scoring game, kind of basically everything you would want out of a Super Bowl. Um, so no disappointments and no complaints here on my end. Obviously, my team is not a part of it, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it if your team is not a part of something like that. Okay, that being said, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, Last show I did was on the 9th, and a lot has happened since then, so let's just dive right into it. First, we got to talk about Mike Muscala, who, when I did my show on the trade deadline Thursday, I was curious to see if the Celtics would make any moves, and believe it or not, they did. They ended up trading for big man shooter Mike Muscala from the Thunder, and in return, we sent over a second round pick in Justin Jackson. Uh, I was never really big on Justin Jackson. I think he was just there as a filler spot. Um, he got minutes every now and then. But for the most part, he really didn't do anything. He was just a bench guy. But now you kind of add depth with Mike and add more shooting. This guy shoots about, I believe he shoots like around 34, 35% from three uh, for a big. Or he, it might be more than that. But... Um, in his first game against the Hornets, he shot incredibly well. I believe he shot like four of eight from three, um, 50%. So, you know, at the trade deadline talk, I was, you know, really curious if Brad would make a move. And Brad ended up making that crucial move to add some big man depth, which everybody suspected that we would. It's just that Mike Muscala's name did not come up at all in these trade rumors. They were different names, so that might have been some smokescreen. Um, but I'm happy we have a guy like Mike now who can add you know, more spacing for the Jays. Um, you could play him in a double big lineup. There's a lot of things you can do with a player like that. And he adds some good interior defense. Um, so will he get valuable minutes in the playoffs? Uh, maybe, Maybe a little bit. Maybe some relief minutes, um, but at least he's there now in case, you know, Rob is not good to go or Al is, you know, sitting out back-to-backs and whatever the case may be. So, you know, happy to have Mike now. At least he can. he's a player who can actually play and add minutes as opposed to having somebody like Justin Jackson who doesn't play at all. Speaking of the Hornets game, um, Celtics dominated that game for, you know, 
throughout, you know, there was never really any trouble or, you know, concern. I mean, it's the Charlotte Hornets. We all know what their situation is like. Um, they're going to end up being, you know, one of the front runners to get uh, Victor Watanabe. Um, so that's just what kind of what you expect. I'm a big fan of LaMelo Ball, though. I think LaMelo is a very good player. Um, for his size and his for his length, I think he's a very outstanding player. Um, it's just a shame that he plays for a team like the Charlotte Hornets, who truly, I, I don't really know what direction they're going in. Obviously, they had the, you know, the summer drama with Miles Bridges, and, you know, they just traded away Mason Plumlee, so they're in a weird spot. Um, but the Celtics handled their business and really took control of it. I think Tatum had 41 that game, and a Derek White had 33. Now, Derek White actually shot the ball incredibly well. He shot the ball incredibly well. I believe he was like 6 of 6 from 3 in the first half, which to me is, you know, it's, that's something like that should not go unnoticed. He had 33 points on 8 of 14 shooting from 3 and 10 assists. That's crazy to me because Derek White, you know, obviously he's one of our better players, but he's also someone that, you know, traditionally might come off the bench in some cases if everyone's healthy. So it's really refreshing to see somebody like him. And this is why you got him at the trade deadline last year. This is some this is how much value he adds for this team. He also had a plus twenty one plus minus in that game against Charlotte, so you know he was effective. And he's one of the best shot blocking guards in the league we have as well. So I think he has over fifty blocks this year. So you know, first team all defense possibly could be something to look out for. Um, I would put his name up in there with the other guards. So he played phenomenal. He's been playing phenomenal. He just won player of the week um, for this past week, and rightfully so. Um, Derek should get that kind of recognition. He's really been stepping up with all the injuries that we've been having lately, and I can't say enough about him. I really can't. Um, he's going to have his hands full tonight. Um with all the injuries that we have today against Milwaukee. Um, but, yeah, I'm very impressed with Derek. You know, his shooting has really improved since last year. We were all kind of questioning um, how well of a shooter he would be because last year it was uh, pretty streaky, um, even in the playoffs. But he, to me, he's become one of the better corner specialists in the league. And he's, I mean, the jumper just looks a lot smoother. You could just tell that he worked on it in the summer. So, you know, all this hard work is paying off for him, and I, I really I couldn't be happier for him. So that's the Hornets game. You know, not too much to be said. Tatum had 41. Derek White had 33. Muscala, of course, in his debut, he played 16 minutes. Shot 4 of 8 from 3, 12 points. Um, so, you know, it was great to see. You know, it kind of reminds me of the, the situation where Derek just gets added in to his first game, and he it looked like he fit. Like, like you just take someone, you plug him right in, and it's perfect. It's a perfect fit. That's kind of how it felt like when Mike Muscala was in. You know, obviously he's there to shoot the basketball very well, but, I mean, it still looked to me that he was a natural out there, that he knew the system, and that's good to see because... You know, going forward with these few games left, you know, chemistry is going to be a very important part going into the playoffs. 
and knowing everyone's tendencies is a very underrated thing in my opinion you know you want to know everyone's tendencies you want to know who plays for each other you want to know what people do on certain sets so it's very it's good to see from mike so moving on to the next game the celtics actually had another game on sunday where they played the memphis grizzlies um all their controversy with that with the grizzlies of course where you know john's been under pressure lately from saying that you know he doesn't fear anybody in the West that he thinks the Grizzlies are the front runners. Um, and he said the Celtics are the only team that he's afraid of, which kind of came to fruition, actually, because they played the Celtics on Sunday. And, you know, it was a close game, I thought, for the most part, for the, for the first half. And then the Grizzlies made a good run in the third quarter to keep it close, to make it a one-point game going into the fourth. And then the Celtics kind of just took over from there. Derek White, once again, I mean, not much. I mean, 23 points, 10 assists, 4 of 9 from 3. Again, another great shooting night. On a, on a day where Tatum shot 3 of 16 um, and 1 of 8 from 3. You know, again, a guy like Derek White that can come in and provide valuable minutes and valuable shooting to a team that's not really shooting the ball well. Speaking of shooting well. Sam Hauser has really turned his game up. Sam Hauser is back up to his usual shooting percentages. And it shouldn't go unnoticed that he's been getting more catch-and-shoot threes as opposed to pull-up threes, which is something that I kind of talked about in one of my earlier shows, is that if he can find a good rhythm in the catch-and-shoot three, then he could be a lot more effective. And you see that. like He gets the, he gets the ball right away. He dips, it, he dips the ball, goes right into his shot. It's perfect. It's beautiful to see. I'm really happy for him because, you know, he was definitely getting slander a few weeks ago for, like, if he's not shooting the ball well, he's not effective. And to some cases, that could be true. But when he is shooting the ball, he should be out there. And he's started the last few games. He played 31 minutes. He had 20 points against the Grizzlies. Shot 6 of 11 from 3. Like, that kind of stuff, That that's great to see. Um Good shooting, like if you are a good shooter in this league, you will find a home. Shooting is the most important value in a team and any team. Like I don't care what anybody says. Shooting is the most important thing. It's the most important trait. And if you can shoot the ball extremely well like Sam has been, then you are going to get minutes. So he played very well. Rob had a double double, ten and sixteen. You know, I thought defensively the Celtics definitely played well. Um, I'm just not really a big fan of the Grizzlies. Like, to me, I think they're the corniest team in the NBA now. Um, I used to think it was the Phoenix Suns, but now I definitely changed my mind. Um, guys like Dylan Brooks, like, trying to act tough and thinking he's a, a good player when I, I don't think Dylan Brooks is a good player. I think he's overrated. Um, and John Morant, like, I used to like Ja, but, you know, now there's a little bit of a controversy behind him with, you know, the things he does off the court. So it's kind of hard to look at that. But, I mean, they do have likable players. Like, I do like Tyus Jones. I do like Luke Kennard. I do like Steven Adams. Um, Desmond Bain, of course. So, you know, that was a good test for the Celtics to play a good against a good Western Conference team. Despite all the injuries that they've been having, they've been winning these games still. And that's very encouraging to see, you know. They have a good record against the top four seeds in the West and the top four seeds in the East. And, of course, 
it's going to be very important down the stretch in these crucial games, such as tonight. I mean, tonight is not really going to be a good measurement. But going forward against these other good Eastern Conference teams and potential playoff matchups and against Western Conference teams and who you might be seeing down the road. So Celtics picked up two good wins over the weekend. You know, they won 127-116 against Charlotte, 119-109 against Memphis. So that recaps the weekend. Um, Celtics, I believe, are on a four-game winning streak, which they are. And they're coming into tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. They are away in this game, and injury report is not looking too good. Obviously, Marcus Smart is still out. Jalen Brown is still out. Um, Jason Tatum will actually not be playing. He is doubtful with a illness, non-COVID-related. So we will not be seeing him as well. Um, guys like Malcolm Brogdon, he has a sore Achilles. I believe he's probable to go in this game. Uh, Grant Williams has an elbow injury. He's good to go. Um, I'm not too sure about Rob. Rob may be good to go. Um What's crazy to me is that the Celtics are actually betting favorites. They're plus 300 in this game, but they are somehow the favorites according to um, FanDuel betters. So does Vegas know something that we don't? I might need to get in touch with Vegas and see what they're up to. Um, but, yeah, it's it's you know it's a shame because I wish the Celtics were healthy for this game because this is a really good test for them. Um Obviously, you know, they've always had classic battles against the Bucks these past few years. Um, obviously, our last one came against them on Christmas, where Celtics handled their business there, and that was a very good game. Um, speaking of this, um, if anybody did watch the Super Bowl, there was a commercial for, I believe, the Google Pixel phone, one of the new ones, and they showed this cool feature on how you could basically Photoshop um, people out of photos, and there was a part where... Giannis was getting dunked on by Jalen Brown, surprisingly, and Giannis like edited himself out of the dunk. So, shout out to Jalen Brown for dunking on Giannis. I always love when Giannis gets dunked on. Um, for no particular reason, you know, I just love to see it. But that was really cool. Um, Celtics have a lot of injuries going into tonight, so obviously tune into the game. Still, you know, you want to see how the reserves play. Um, some people might get more minutes than usual, so you want to see what they do with those extra minutes and see if they could be, you know, provide a lot. Um, it's going to be a big shooting night. Like, Pritchard's going to get a lot of shots. Like, Derek White's going to get a lot of shots. Brogdon's going to get a lot of shots, like, etc. Like, these guys are going to get a ton of shots. Like, I would dare to say that they might shoot a ton of threes tonight. A ton. And I wouldn't be surprised by that. I think it would be smart. Um... That might be your most viable option in a game like this because the Bucks do shoot the ball very well as well. So tune in for that. See how well the reserves play. And yeah, I mean, it really is a shame. I do wish they were healthy for this game, but it is what it is. Entries do happen and nothing more we could say. But, and barring any injuries, you know, Celtics have barely played as a healthy squad. It's been a while since we've seen the Celtics completely healthy. Um, but it just shows you how well they're playing in these games without their without their whole full health, what they're going to look like when they're fully healthy. That's something scary to think about um, going forward. Obviously, the Celtics still hold the first place 
ballot in the East and the NBA for that matter at 41 and 16. Bucks are kind of right behind them at 39 and 17. So if the Bucks do pick up a win tonight, they'll be one game closer, one game back. Um, but we'll see how the Celtics handle tonight. Um, I'm excited to watch it because, you know, it's always good to see how well people do when they get their time and when they get extra minutes. Um, I hope we do see Blake Griffin. I love seeing Blake play recently. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. He's a good guy. You know, he's good for the locker room. He's got good vibes. And when he comes out there, like, he just plays hard. You know, he's not the superstar that he used to be. But that doesn't stop him from, like, diving on the floor, you know, going hard on defense. Um, so, very excited for that. In some other related news, we got a little sneak peek of Jalen Brown and his mask that he might be wearing. Um, if you guys saw on Jalen's Instagram story, we saw that Marcus Smart was actually trying on Jalen's mask for the first time. And, you know, Jalen Brown actually commented on it and said right now he's just taking it day to day. Obviously, we know he's going to be wearing a mask now that is... Uh, not up for discussion, of course, because of the facial fracture. You have to wear a mask. Um, so, it's just refreshing. It was refreshing to see Jalen, you know, again. And hopefully he comes back soon. Um, mask Jalen, that'll be a fun thing to see. I always enjoy when players wear masks, like after, you know, injuries that are related to their eyes or their face. You know, everyone makes a big deal about, you know, how players play so well when they have masks on, like, of course, like, with LeBron, with Kobe, with Kyrie, etc. Um, so, Jalen Brown could definitely be one of those players. Um, so, I'm very excited for when he comes back. And, yeah. So, other than that, I believe that everything has been taken care of. You know, not too much has been going on. Celtics-wise, um... Just waiting for the injuries to get better. Um, as for other news in the NBA, you know, it's not too much to be said about where the other teams lie. We know that, you know, the Celtics are in first place, Bucks are in second, Sixers third, Cavaliers fourth. The Brooklyn Nets are in fifth, but you you have to suspect that they're going to fall down a little bit after these trades that they've made. Miami Heat are there at six, the Knicks at seven, and the Hawks at eight. I don't really pay attention to the 9 and 10 spot because I think that's kind of irrelevant. You know, obviously that's a playing spot, but you kind of look at seeds 1 through 8, in my opinion. Bucks are also on a 10-game winning streak. Um, they're the hottest team in the NBA right now. So, uh, they're really riding in hot. They have a home game tonight. It's going to be a tough, it's going to be a huge, tough matchup for the Celtics tonight. And... I'm looking forward to seeing if they're up to the challenge. So tune in. It's on TNT tonight, uh, 7.30, I believe. Um, Bucks are minus 8.5 for that game. Um, it's an interesting spread. But regardless, tune in for that. Um, I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope everyone has a good Tuesday. And we will be back tomorrow after the game we'll talk about the game we'll talk about what happened we'll talk about any other news related to our C's. so i hope everyone has a good rest of their day and please remember um the celtics are a way of life 
You can follow the Celtics, but in your in your heart and in your blood, you know that it's a lifestyle. You love this team. You love how well they play, and you're very passionate about it. So share that passion with me. Share that passion with everybody else. Let them know you bleed green. And everyone have a good rest of your day, and go seize.